Shalom to all. Today's office is Dharma Daft Tezvav. We are starting Yud Dalad Omer Bey's eight lines up from the bottom with a brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah, Basim, Yaakov, Misha, Hernish, Shamash, and Avanulia, and Lili Nishmas, Mars, Freyde, Chaya, Bela, Basim, Yitzchak, Tzvi, Hernish, Shamash, and Avanulia. And the Mishnah says, Kainam Shani Yashain. A person says, Kainam that which I sleep. Or he says, Shani Medaber, which means he said, Kainam Shani Medaber, Kainam that which I speak. Or he said, Shani Mahalich, that which I walk. Or her Imre Isha, if he told his wife, Kainam Shani Misham Sheikh, Kainam my Tashmesh, Hareza Belaya now he's in the category of Lo Yachal Dvarei. Now we're going to discuss what exactly that means, Bal Yachal Dvarei. Why doesn't the message just say Asr, meaning that he made a valid Neder? The Lashon of Bal Yachal Dvarei is interesting over here, but we're going to leave that for now. Now before we start the Gemara, we're going to be getting into discussion regarding what we'll call a two-part Neder. This is a Neder which is based on a Tanai. This is Asr to me, if, and then you fill in the blank what the if is. For example, this donut is usher to me if I have one more piece of chicken. One part is called the tenai, the other part is called the iser. And sometimes the iser is before the tenai, sometimes the tenai is before the iser, and we're going to see that in this Gemara. So first the Gemara tells us a case, Itmar was stated, A fellow says, My eyes from sleep today, if I sleep tomorrow. Meaning he's saying that today sleep is usher if I'm going to sleep tomorrow. Some Rav Yudam Rav, Rav Yudam said, B'Shem Rav, Al Yishan Hayoyim, He's not allowed to sleep today. Shema Yishan Lamacher. Maybe he's going to end up sleeping tomorrow. And if he sleeps today and tomorrow, obviously he's going to be over on his nether. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, Yishan Hayoyim, Veloich Hashin and Shem Yishan Lamacher. He's allowed to sleep today and wouldn't have to be afraid that he's going to sleep tomorrow. However, my Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda does agree, but I'm Rav. The fellow said, Kainam Enai B'Shena Lamacher. It's also for me to sleep tomorrow in Yishan Hayoyim. If I sleep today, that he is allowed to sleep today. Why is that? That's because a person is not going to be careful with his tenai, but he will be careful with the iser part of his neder. So let's just focus on this because this is the key over here. Rav Yehuda holds that a person will be careful with the iser, but not with the tenai. So if the iser is after the tenai, such as when he says, sleep is usher tomorrow, if I sleep today, so he's allowed to sleep today because the iser is sleeping tomorrow and he's just going to make sure to be careful tomorrow and not to sleep. But if he said that sleep is usher today, if I sleep tomorrow, that means the nether is today and the tenai is tomorrow, then we have a potential issue, because he won't really be careful tomorrow, for tomorrow is only the tenai, not the iser. And if he sleeps today, which isn't yet usser, so therefore he's not really going to be careful, and then he sleeps tomorrow, so it's going to turn out that he's going to have been over his nether. Therefore, Rav Yehuda asers him from sleeping today. Now, Rav Nachman argues, and he says, that we do trust him to be careful even with the tenai, and that's why when he says that I'm usser to sleep today, if I sleep tomorrow, according to Rav Nachman, he's allowed to sleep today, and if he sleeps today, no problem. Tomorrow, he's going to be careful not to sleep, even though tomorrow is just the Tanai and not the Isser. And now for the rest of today's Gemara, we're going to be asking questions on Rav Yehuda, who once again holds that we do not trust the guy to keep to his Tanai. We only trust him to keep to the Isser. So first, we're going to ask a question from our Mishnah, and it's quite the development of a question, so pay attention. Tanan, our Mishnah says, Kainam shani yashen, shani mahalach, shani A whole bunch of Lashanis of Kainam that I will do the following thing. So first, we ask, Hey, Chidami, what exactly is the case our Mishnah is talking about? Elim, if you want to say, Kedikhtani shani yashen, it's exactly as Misha says. He's saying kainam that I will sleep, meaning he's making a nether that he's going to sleep. But we have a nidra, is that really considered a valid nether? But Tanya, we already had this brassel previously. Chomer b'shvuas. There's more of a chomer by a shvua. Sheshvuas chalis al davar sheish by mamish ve'al davar shein by mamish. That a shvua is chal on something that has mamish, something that's tangible, and even on something that's not tangible. Mashein can benedarim, but that's not the case by a nether. A nether cannot be chal on something which is not tangible. V'sheina davar shein by mamish who sheina sleep is something which is not tangible, so you can't make a nether on sleep. So the Mark clarifies, Eloi must be, Da'amar, that he said, Kainam that my eyes have a kainam to sleep, meaning he's ossering his eyes. And it must be that's what he's saying in our Mishnah. The Gemara continues analyzing, 
shiura, if he didn't give a specific shear, a specific amount of time that he's not going to sleep, are we just going to let him keep on going and not sleeping until he's over his iser, until he finally passes out from exhaustion? We don't let him do that because said, if a person said, I'm making a shvua, I'm not going to sleep for three days. We give him malchus for making such a neder, and he's allowed to sleep right away. That's because it's impossible to not sleep for three days straight. So making such a neder gets him malchus, but he's allowed to sleep right away. So making a similar neder in a Mishnah can't be valid. So Elah the Gemara clarifies, the Amr must be that our Mishnah is talking about that he said, my eyes from sleeping tomorrow if I sleep today. And if that's what the Mishnah is saying, then when the Mishnah concludes by saying, it seems to be that the Mishnah is telling us that he's not allowed to sleep today because he might end up sleeping tomorrow. But now that's a problem because Ha'amrit, you had just said previously that that even according to Yehuda, a person's going to be careful with the Isser part of the Neder. And the way that we just understood the Neder of the Mishnah is that it's also for him to sleep tomorrow. So even according to Yehuda, he should be allowed to sleep today, and he'll just make sure not to sleep tomorrow. But our Mishnah doesn't say that. So finally, we come to the understanding of our Mishnah, which is going to be a question of Rabbi Huda. El Pshita must be that the Amar he said, It's also for me to sleep today, if I sleep tomorrow. So it must be that's what the Nether of the Mishnah is. Now here we're almost at the final stage of the question. Let's say he doesn't sleep today. If he does sleep tomorrow, so where's the Bal over there? There's no Bal He's only not allowed to sleep tomorrow if he sleeps today. But if he doesn't sleep today, so then he's allowed to sleep tomorrow. So how can our Mishnah say, Hareza bal yachil? So Elav, it must be that what's our Mishnah talking about? Bidinayim, where he did sleep today. Alma, what do we see from here? He said, Denayim, that he's allowed to sleep today, even though the Isra is today and the Tanai is tomorrow. But you have to Rav Yehuda, and this is a refutation of Rav Yehuda, because once again, Rav Yehuda says that if the Isra is today and the Tanai is tomorrow, he's not allowed to sleep today because he's not going to be careful with the Tanai tomorrow, and it's going to turn out that retroactively he was over on his neder. But it seems to be very clear from our Mishnah that he is allowed to sleep today, and we trust him that he's not going to sleep tomorrow. So Gemara says, no, that's not a Raya, because Kikatani, what's our Mishnah talking about? The Inayim, if he fell asleep. Rabbi Yehuda would say that Lechatchila in our Mishnah, he's not allowed to sleep because the Tanai is tomorrow and we're afraid he's going to be around the Tanai. But if he happened to have slept today and then he fell asleep tomorrow, so then he's going to be around his nether. And our Mishnah is not a question of Yehuda. Now, Ravina Amr, he gives a totally different explanation in our Mishnah. It's really like what we said before that he had said, Shani Yashen, meaning he had said, Shani Yashen, that I will sleep. And we had asked, How is that a Lashen of Nether? That's not a Lashen of Nether. There's no Bal Yachel over there. So Ravina explains, Umay Bal Yachel. So what's the Bal Yachel that he's going to be over? Midrabanon. There's a Bal Yachel Midrabanon. Even though this is not a real Lashen of Nether, he'll still be over a Bal Yachel Midrabanon. Ask the Gemara, Mika Bal Yachel Midrabanon. Is it really a concept of being over a Bal Yachel Midrabanon? Bal Yachel is a Da'iraisa. The Pasuk says, Bal Yachel Dvaroi. So I could be over a Bal Yachel Midrabanon. The Gemara says, In, yes, there's such a concept of a Bal Yachel Midrabanon. Because Vatan, we have a Braisa. Let's say there's something which is 100% mutter, but there are people that are noig that this thing is usr. They know that it's not usr. It's not like they made a mistake in halacha. It's just that they're being extra careful, they're being extra machmir, and they're noig that this thing is usr. So you're not allowed to be matered in front of them, meaning you're not allowed to do this thing in front of them. And why not? Halachically, it's 100% mutter to do, so why are you not allowed to do it in front of them? The answer is, because it says in the Pasuk, he shouldn't profane or desecrate his word. Now over here, we're focusing on the word devaray, his word. And this is referring to the fellow who just on his own accepted a chumrah upon himself, meaning it's his own word, it's not an iser da'iraisa, but nonetheless, we have to be very careful with it. So we see that there's a bal yachel midrabanon. But now we go and we're going to continue asking under Behuda. Tonight we have a Mishnah. Let's say a fellow says, Sha'at nenesli adha pesach. He tells his wife, that which you benefit from me up until pesach, it's kainam, meaning it's aser. 
if you're going to go tell your father's house up until Sukkot. So right now, he's holding right after Sukkot. It's Isru Chag of Sukkot, and he says, you're not going to benefit from me up until Pesach if you go to your father's house all the way for an entire year up until next Sukkot. So if she went to her father's house before Pesach, Pesach, so she's not going to have benefit from her husband up until Pesach. Now, what do we mashma from there? That if she went to her father's house before Pesach, so now she's not going to benefit from her husband. But if she didn't go to her father's house before Pesach, so she's not also to benefit from her husband. Now, this is clearly not like Rav Yehuda because Rav Yehuda says that since the Tanai is all the way up until next Sukkot, the Tanai is she's not allowed to go to her father's house all the way up until next Sukkot, so that means that she's not allowed to benefit from her husband already now because we're afraid that if she benefits from her husband now, that she's going to end up being over on the Tanai and then it turns out that she's going to be over on her nether. So Rav Abba answers, no, we misunderstood the Mishnah. What's the Mishnah saying? If she went to her father's house before Pesach, so she's also to benefit from her husband, Vilaika, and she's even going to get Malchus for that. But if she didn't go, Asura Ba'alma, she still has an Isra Ba'alma. She's not going to get Malchus if she does go, because she still wasn't yet around the Neder, but she's still a Chathchila, not allowed to go. And that's Shitas Rabbi Yehuda. But the market he was asking from this Mishnah, Ema Seifa, let's take a look at the Seifa of the Mishnah. What does the Seifa of the Mishnah say? Achar Pesach, Babal Yachel Dvarai. If the wife goes to her father's house after Pesach, so then she's Babal Yachel. Now, if she didn't have Hanaf from her husband before Pesach, like Rabbi Yehuda says, she's not a benefit from her husband before Pesach either which way. So Miyaka Bal Yachel, how could she be in the category of Bal Yachel? Bal Pshita, it must be Dishani. That she did have Hanah from her husband before Pesach. And that's why when she goes to her father's house after Pesach, so then she's over Bal Yachel. Alma, we see from here, Miss Hani, that L'Chathchila, she is allowed to have Hanah from her husband before Pesach. And we do trust her not to go to her father's house after Pesach. And obviously, if she does, she's going to be over on the Neder. Tasafam Bez on top, but you have to drive Yehuda. And this is a refutation to Rav Yehuda. So once again, the Gemara answers, no. Kikitani de Ies, Hani. The whole Mishnah is saying is that if she ended up having Hanah, so then, Hareza Bal Yachel Dvarei, if she went to her father's house, she's Iver Bal Yachel. But obviously, the Chathila, she's not an Avana. Once again, this Mishnah could be Rav Yehuda. Another question, Rav Yehuda. Tanan, we have a Mishnah which is the exact opposite of the one that we just quoted. If he tells his wife, Sha'at Nenesli Adachag, the Hanah that you have from me until Sukkis is Asr, Im Telchil Beisavich Ada Pesach, if you're going to go to your father's house up until Pesach. So it's again, it's the same thing. Husband and wife are talking Isru Chag right after Sukkis, and he says, the Hanah that you have from me is Asr all the way until next year's Sukkis, if you go to your father's house up until Pesach. So what does the Mishnah say? If she went before Pesach, so she's not have Hanah from her husband up until Pesach, And she's allowed to go after Pesach. Now what do we learn from here? If she went to her father's house, so then it's Asr for her to have benefit. But if she didn't go to her father's house, it's Mashma that it's not Asr for her to have benefit from her husband. And that's clearly not like Rav Yehuda. So Amorav, he answers, no. Really, even if she didn't go to her father's house, it's still Asr for her to have benefit from her husband. But once again, just like we answered previously, What's the Mishnah telling us? Halcha asura v'laika. If she goes, and it's asur for that benefit, and she's going to get malchus if she has benefit. Loi halcha. If she didn't go, asura ba'alma, she's stam asur to have benefit, but if she has benefit, she's not going to get malchus because she wasn't over on the nether yet. And again, this is a very similar answer to what we had previously. And so we have another question of Yehuda from Abraisa. The Abraisa says as follows. This fellow said, kikar zu alai hayoyim im elech l'makam This bread is asur to me today if I go to the following place tomorrow. Now, achal, if he ate it, so he has an Esser, he's not allowed to go to that place tomorrow. What do we see from here? That he's allowed to eat it. Because the Brasa clearly says that if he ate it, so he's not allowed to go to that place tomorrow. Implying that 
he's allowed to eat it. He just has to make sure that he doesn't go to that place tomorrow, but we trust him not to go to that place tomorrow. That's not like Rav Yehuda. So the Gemara answers, no, Mikatani Eichel, does it say that L'Chathchila, he's allowed to eat it? Achal Katani, it says he ate it, meaning Dechi Achal, if and when he eats it, so then he's not allowed to go tomorrow. And again, this is a similar answer that we gave for Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda would say that he's not allowed to eat this bread. But of course, if he did eat this bread, so even Rabbi Huda would agree that he's not allowed to go tomorrow. But the market continues asking now from the Sefer the Brisa, because what does the Sefer the Brisa say? The Sefer says, if he did go tomorrow, so then he's over Baal Yachel. Now here's the question, and really we should add in the word Katani. So we should read the Gemara as, it doesn't say in the Brisa that he's allowed to go tomorrow. Now, if the Brisa was Rabbi Yehuda, so then the Brisa should say, Mahalech, that L'Chathchila, he's allowed to go tomorrow. Since L'Chathchila, he's not allowed to eat the bread today, that means L'Chathchila, he is allowed to go to that place tomorrow. And the Brisa didn't say that. So it must mean the Brisa is not Rabbi Yehuda. And Makashul Rabbi Yehuda, this is a question of Rabbi Yehuda. So Gemara says, no, Amalek Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda would tell you, who had the listening Mahalech. Really, the Brisa could say Mahalech, that L'Chathchila, he is allowed to go tomorrow. But I did Tani Reisha, Achal, since the Reisha of the Brisa already said, if he ate it, Deloy Mesnilei Eichel, because the Reisha of the Brisa can't say that L'Chathchila, he is allowed to eat it, because again, Shittas Rabbi Huda is, that L'Chathchila, he's not allowed to eat the bread, so Tani Seifa, Halach, that's why the Seifa of the Brisa also used the Lashon of Bidiyeved, that if he went, he's Iver. But really, the Seifa of the Brisa and Rabbi Huda could say, Mehalech, that L'Chathchila, he is allowed to go, it's just that we want to be consistent with the Reisha and the Seifa of the Brisa. So we just asked a number of questions on Shittas Rabbi Huda, but we didn't come out with a refutation of Rabbi Huda with any of these questions. And now we continue analyzing Mishnah, Haim Isha, if a person told his wife, so there's a Bayachal over there. The Gemara asks, He has a Shibun Midaraisa to have Tashmish with his wife. The Pasuk says, And we know this Pasuk is telling us that he has a Chiv to have Tashmish with his wife. So how is he able to say that he's not going to have Tashmish with her? So Gemara answers, Really, he said, The benefit that I would receive from having Tashmish with you is usher to me. Him over here that's saying that he doesn't want to have the benefit of Tashmish. Remember, Rav Khan, because Rav Khan said, If she says, then my Tashmish is usher to you, we force her and we allow him to have Tashmish with her because she's Meshubah to him. However, she says, the Hana, the benefit of your Tashmish is usher to me, so she's ushering the benefit of the Tashmish on herself, usher, so it's usher for him to have Tashmish with her, because we're not allowed to feed someone something which is usher to him. And since it's usher for her to benefit from his Tashmish, so he's not allowed to have Tashmish with her because that's like feeding her something which is usher to her. So to over here in our Mishnah, we're not talking about where he said, I'm not going to have Tashmish with you. He's saying that the benefit of Tashmish with you is usher to me, and therefore we can't force him to have Tashmish because that's feeding someone something that's usher to them. And we already had lengthy discussions about this in Masechus Ksubis about what happens if he makes such an edder. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.